Hey everybody and welcome to the Meme It Podcast, the show where we talk about movies that you may not have seen at all or haven't seen in a really, really long, long time. I'm your host, Grant, with my co-host... Big Ben. New game show. <laughs> what, Big Ben, the game show? Better than Medium Men Millions. I don't know, Medium Men Millions is pretty lit. Nah, this one's gonna be litterer. <laughs> Just Ben. <laughs> And welcome, everybody, to our season finale! Woo! Season finale. Season finale! Thank you all who have been with us this for the first season of Media Men. We're happy that you've been along with us for the ride. After this, we're going to take a little... We'll take a, probably like a week or two or maybe three. No more than a month off. Probably more along the lines of two or three weeks off to kind of get ready for season two. And I know that I'll be excited. Ben, you excited? I know it doesn't sound like it, but I am uber excited. I, <laughs> if I'm a bit low energy today, it's because yesterday I had a had a tournament and it one it went long, so I'm, I was sleepy tired, and two it was a little exhausting. <laughs> well, yeah, with what you do, you left. I mean, like you said, man, earlier you left it all out there, 110 percent. It even sounds like. I mean can't be disappointed in that nope as long as you give it a your all you can't ask for any more yes sir but so yeah this is our last episode of the season again thanks for everybody for being with us but anyways let's get into this movie ben what movie did we watch we watched the movie that grant was so 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 excited for after i completely shat on what's his name Dax Shepard. I gotta make sure I say it right. Um, after I completely shat on Dax, doesn't matter at all, Shepard. Damn, bro. We watched the movie Office Space. No, what? <laughs> no, it it's not Office Space. It we watched the movie Employee of the Month. Probably one of my favorite. Honestly, probably one of my top movies. I love this movie so much. I, I feel like this movie competes with Adam Sandler's style of a love story. Mm-hmm. But like I said earlier, I just don't think I don't think it's as lovable. It's a it's a bit more highbrow, but it's less lovable. Yeah, I haven't really watched a lot of Adam Sandler love movies. I you've, I've only seen like his goofier stuff, like Fifty First Dates. Like that's a that's a good lovable Adam Sandler movie. A lot of people love that movie. Billy Madison, of course it's silly and stupid and whatever, but it's still a love story. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's read the back of this DVD box and get into it. Here we go. For years, Zach Bradley has been working hard at hardly working at the local super club. That's until a hottie named Amy becomes the new cashier. After discovering she's willing to date the next guy to become employee of the month, Zach takes on the current title holder in a super smackdown to see who will win the honor and Amy's heart in this outrageous comedy that proves you can't succeed at life and love till you get your shift together. <laughs> so funny. It's an awful thing. Grant, there's 
there's three current things that we can that we don't condone or support and Carter knows two of them one of them is splatoon we don't condone splatoon we also don't condone super mario or super paper mario the new ones right the no the the, the super paper mario for the wii oh okay and lastly we don't condone fucking puns <laughs> Puns no. are the best, dude. That that's probably one of the worst puns I've heard. That's getting so your, funny. Getting, get, get your no, shit no, stop. Get some help, oh, Grant. Oh my god, Grant, I think you're an addict. I think that's probably the best pun on the back of this DVD box that we've had. Grant, I don't, I don't, I don't know if season two is gonna happen anymore now. <laughs> You gotta quit because you can't handle the puns. <laughs> I no, it's not that I can't handle the puns. It's the fact that you gather so much enjoyment from them. It's like disowning a a homeless puppy, then shitting on its dead mom. No, oh my god! What? No, Ben. That's how bad puns are. We don't condone. Puns. God! Oh my god! No, no. Wrong. Jesus Christ. This, it's extreme because it has to be. Oh my God. You have to set an example? Yes. It's Jesus. a precedent. I guess on that note, I, I want to make this a little bit better. I'm going to do the fun facts and I don't care what you have to say. You should. I'm an influencer now. No, not about pooping on dead puppy moms, though. That's what a pun does. Every time someone makes a pun, some dead dog gets spat on. No, oh my God, Jesus! A little dark. I don't play around with these things, Grant. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Let's get to these fun facts now. Fun fact number one: Afraid that Dax Shepard and Dan Cook resembled each other too much, uh, movie executives asked uh, Dax Shepard to go blonde for the movie. But why? I mean, look at Dax Shepard in Without a Paddle. Like, picture him looking, like, playing next to Dan Cook. Like, they both got dark hair. They're both white, like, tall, like, skinny white guys. Yeah, they do. They would look real similar. Um, I just liked the fact that through the entire movie, the entire movie, Dax Shepard had to, like, go completely barefaced. It almost looked actually it did look weird. It didn't almost look weird. It looked weird. The fact that he shaved so close to his face. Oh, how he was clean shaven like the whole time? It that wasn't clean shaven. That was that was like almost leave scars. How close <laughs> I guess he usually does have a little bit of a scruff in his movies, doesn't he? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that was because people, they wanted to sell the idea that he was blonde. <laughs> As someone who is blonde and does usually have a beard, I guarantee you when I shave, I don't look like that. God, I, I wish I could grow a beard like you could, Ben. <laughs> damn straight. I look like a goddamn lumberjack. God, man. But with long hair. <laughs> Luxurious. Luxurious long hair? Excuse me. I'm making food. Fun fact number two. Dan Cook is a diehard Boston Red Sox fan. In the movie, when Super Club is playing Maxi Mart in the baseball game, Super Club 
is red in honor of the Red Sox, and Maxi Mart is a gray blue in honor of the Yankees. This is a play on the famous rivalry that the two share. So why? Like, well, I don't know. I guess Dan Cook's like, hey, could we be like the Red Sox and the Yankees? And then the director's like, sure, I guess. <laughs> I guarantee you somebody brought up the idea of, hey, how about no? I hate the, the Red Sox and the Yankees. And they had a, they just pouted the whole time. How much more? <laughs> Maybe. I could see that. I would bet probably five dollar on it i don't know if you noticed but did you catch um in the movie when they referenced like when they did like a little reference for that i i did not not at all so when uh the the store manager is talking with his uh brother his brother's like why are the jerseys all pink and then the the gm the well sorry the store manager was like we we put the baseball jerseys in with the red sock <laughs> that okay it's not a pun but that's it's also pretty bad it was like just a oh what's it called i can't think of it now they alluded to the red Sox. yeah oh and they were referencing it sort of thing mm. it's not really a pun yeah. it's just a reference <laughs> you know me i don't watch sports i could give less of a fuck. fair although you wrestle but yet you hate sports. <laughs> I don't hate sports. I hate watching sports because I'd rather be out there playing it. If you haven't noticed, I love being a 10-year-old kid. And 10-year-old kids don't watch sports. They play them. So, I don't watch I play them. <laughs> I got a whole bag of baseballs, tennis balls, whatever ball, weight. All the balls. <laughs> No. <laughs> but I do tell you what I, I will tell you what I do have. I have Dax Shepard's balls. God damn. to prove that I'm better than him. Oh my god. And he isn't worth the salt that he was born on. God, I don't know why you hate him so much. He's he's so funny. He's so a good actor. Because you love him so much. <laughs> Fair. A lot of people hate what I love. I don't hate your mom. Oh, thanks. Mean you don't love her. <laughs> like no. <laughs> uh, wait, but I love your mom. Does that mean that you hate your mom? Wait, does that wait, mean... a <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Fun fact number four: If Vince really had been giving away free stuff, as shown in the movie. It makes his ringing speed even more impressive, as items not scanned through the register do not count towards a cashier's items per minute. Also, it is interesting how the store disqualifies employees over a customer complaint, but not for grand theft, which would have been easy to prove with store videos, fingerprinting, and records checking. Okay, why the fuck do they care about price checking speed? I... I mean, I want to say that there was like, okay, okay. I trying to remember off the top of my head, I feel like there was a phase in like media back in like the early 2000s where I guess like a cashier's checking out speed was like important. Like, like it wasn't only this movie. 
I've, I'm tr- I feel like I remember other movies or TV shows or like even game shows that would reference like, oh, this guy's the fastest checker outer in the lead in like in the in the tri-state area or whatever. Yeah, no. The way that they talk about this, it might as well be an Olympic sport. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the world. I bet there is like a competition out there for like checking out speed. Like, there's gotta be. No. I mean, I I bet there is. God no. There's gotta be one. Please no. I'm gonna look it up right now. No, no. please don't tell me. Please don't tell me. Oh wait! Oh wait! Maybe it's considered. Oh, maybe it's the best bagger competition. Dude, you're so good at bagging. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe it's a bagging thing where they have to be like the fastest baggers. Oh, oh no! This is like actually like bagging, bagging, not like checking out. Well, there's a national bagging competition. <laughs> Why? That's probably worse. The guy who won. The guy who won in, in this last year. The guy who won was, uh, he won $10,000 for being the fastest bagger. Why are we giving these people money? <laughs> we, give them to, we give them money to do their job, not to be fast at bagging. That sounds so lame. <laughs> I would myself if I was famous for bagging. There, there's a guy, the guy from Minnesota worked at this, I've never heard of this. All these places are like, mom and pop shops almost yeah there's there's one guy from high v i know i've heard of kroger's and i've i think that's it those are the only two like big name grocery stores on here because walmart and target and all them have self-respect dude pepsi pepsi freaking sponsored it of course pepsi did you know why (laughs) because pepsi goes for any kind of money grab they can because you know why Ben, do you want to go? We should go <laughs> in February of of next year in Las Vegas. We can go to the National Bagger Ch- Championship. <laughs> Not going to the bagging championship. Ben, we should go to the bagging championship. Rant. No, I'm gonna put my. <laughs> I'm Come not on. going to fucking bagging competition. <laughs> Come on, let's fucking go. What do you think? It's at the fucking football stadium and they're just there's 12 of them lined up on the field and everybody's going, "Oh my god, he just, did you just see that? He just bagged that thing. What the hell?" <laughs> Bro, he oh bagged the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> you you see that cat food? Holy shit. <laughs> but he bagged it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to a bagging competition. <laughs> oh, come on. That would be so fun, though. First reason, you know how many just socially awkward and uncomfortable people are going to be there? <laughs> well, okay, okay. And? Second reason, you know how much, how, how, how much shit I would get? For saying, dude, I went to this bagging competition. It sounds like a sexual act you do. Yeah, dude, I just bagged her last night. <laughs> oh, stop. Get help. Grant, no. That's strike two for this episode. 
It's in Caesar's Forum, bro. We could go. Come on. We could stay at Caesar's Palace. It'd be great. Don't disrespect my man Julius Caesar like that. All right, Dude all was right. a historical icon. He has <laughs> his own pizza chain. Like, he does. Don't... Too bad he got stabbed in the back by his friends. Yeah. You know what? That gives him street cred. Don't <laughs> my man Julius Caesar like that. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's let's get back on a topic here. That was a that was a very fun and long tangent. <laughs> it was very long. All right, fun fact number four: Jessica Simpson in the movie wore prosthetic ears to have the illusion that she had really big ears in the movie. Oh, you could tell. I was I was watching it the first time and noticed it. I said, "Prosthetic ears? No way, those are real." I'll be honest. I thought they were real. <laughs> You naive child. And I thought I was supposed to be the 10-year-old. I honestly I honestly looked it up. I was like, does she have big ears? And nah, she's got normal ears. <laughs> of course Jessica Simpson doesn't. I, I, I went to like a little forum page and someone is like, does Jessica Simpson have like big ears? And then someone in the comment section answering the question was like, <laughs> you probably are asking this because you saw the movie Employee of the Month where she has really big ears, when in reality she has normal ears. <laughs> Uh, I haven't even seen Jessica Simpson before this, even though I've heard the song We Made You by Eminem, and he's like, Jessica Simpson, sing the chorus. And I'm pretty sure she was in that song. I'm not totally sure, or unless he just used her name just to say he used her name. <laughs> but, but yeah, I had never seen her at all before this. I've heard of her. Everybody's heard of her. Last fun fact, which actually, actually, I think is really interesting. Fun fact number five: Jessica Simpson was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Actress, but was also nominated that same year for a Teen Choice Award for Best Actress in a Comedy. What? So, do, do you know what do you know what a Razzie is? No. So, in in the movie industry, you know how they have like the. The Academy Awards, the Golden Globes, the Teen Choice Awards, like all those things were like if you're a good actor and stuff or if you made a good movie, you can get an award for it. Yeah. Well, the Razzies are the complete opposite of that. So your performance in this movie was shit and we're going to nationally televise it. Well, the Razzies aren't nationally televised as far as I know, but... The Razzies are given out for, like, just the worst of movies and TV shows that year. Okay, then. Sorry, we're not going to televise it. We're going to remind you how shit. I'm pretty sure. Who was it that played Catwoman? Was it, uh, Halle Berry? Was it, it Halle Berry? Or, no, what's her name? Oh, no. Shit, what's her name? The wrong dude. You're asking, I'm asking the wrong dude? What's her name? It's going to drive me nuts. It's not Uma Thurman because she was Poison Ivy. Yeah, it was Halle Berry. Halle Berry played Catwoman in the 2004 Catwoman movie. And she, oh. was, she was given a Razzie for Worst Actress in a Movie. And she actually showed up to the Razzies and accepted her award. That is, okay. I'll give her that one. <laughs> she knows how to take a joke. Yeah. Not, not a joke, but like, she, she knows how to make the best. Fun. Make the best of a bad situation. Yeah. And I, I, but I just think that that's really funny that, like, she got she got nominated for a Razzie for being a bad actor or actress, but she got nominated for a Teen Choice Award for being a good actress. 
Hey, teenagers, they're stupid. You know, yeah, teenagers are stupid. They don't they don't know what's good or not. No. And I think I think most of her votes are because of how she looked, which I do want to get I do want to touch on when we're kind of diving deep into the movie. She got big boobs. <laughs> ben! <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, I will just say, I will give him one thing. Dax Shepard's character knows about him. Of course. Everybody knows about them. That's... <laughs> so, my friend who is on Tinder at school, he has... He's extremely single, which is confusing because he's a re- very nice looking guy. He should be getting a, uh, he should be having a lot more luck with the girls than he is. Yeah. Um, and so he has Tinder and he has his friends swipe for him and he continues to remind the friends that are swiping for him that, all right, if you see someone, make sure that they have five things. Make sure they got left boob, right boob, left ass cheek, right ass cheek, and they love fishing. Jesus. And, and now we just give him shit. We we show him these completely awful. We're terrible people for doing this. We we show him these completely just like zero out of tens. And whether it's ironic or not in in the actual. The actual photo doesn't really matter. We just show them these awful photos of girls. And if if they meet these five requirements, he's like, yep, let's swipe right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. no, that's awful. Oh, that's Jesus. All right. Again, we're terrible people for doing that. Don't do that. Don't do that, guys. That's bad. <laughs> just their college shenanigans. All right. The final fact, which is our which is our box office numbers. We have this movie, <clears throat> excuse me, this movie cost 10 to $13 million. We'll go on the lower end of it. So this movie cost $20 million to make, multiplying it by two, whatever, now, blah, blah, blah. This movie made $38.4 million, which means this movie made $18.4 million, like, net income. I just want to know where the budget went in the movie um maybe getting uh probably maybe getting Dax Shepard and Jessica Simpson I don't fucking know I I feel like it a lot of it went towards a lot of it went towards actors and actresses I mean I, I don't I don't know the movie was shot in a Costco I mean I want they probably had to pay the company a fuck ton of money to rent out the whole fucking store for like three or four months Okay, I wanted to talk on that. Um, well, we, 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 we can get into the movie now. We, we, we did the hard part. Let's talk about this movie. Go for it, Ben. I would just be watching this movie, and I'd go, hold on. Wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to be some generic supermarket. I was thinking, like, Walmart style. No. I'd, I'd see a scene, and I'd go, I'm pretty sure I recognize that in a Costco. Like that layout and stuff? Like, I swear I've seen this before. <laughs> I've seen like the red sign of the deli in a Costco because they they had like red signs everywhere. I saw the milk uh, like freezer room. I saw the deli. I saw the. I was just baffled at the fact that they just nonchalantly used a Costco, 
didn't really care if people noticed it or not. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in the world of like warehouse retailing, there's there's only two stores. You have Costco or Sam's Club. Warehouse retailing, I guess I don't really I haven't really seen a whole lot of warehouse supermarkets. Have you never been to like a Costco before? No, I have. Oh. I just went on a whole tangent of the fact that I had. Oh, sorry. I'm dumb. Well, then what do you like? What do you mean? Like you haven't seen a lot of them? Like, like a lot of different ones. No, there's not a lot. It's really Costco and Sam's Club. That's really it. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I think where warehouse retailing seems to be like a really, really successful business. It it really is. Like if you look at like how much, like just for example, if you look at how much those workers get paid. They get paid a fuck ton. Like even just like just like being a cashier there, they get paid like twenty dollars like an hour. Yeah, and so I'm like, I feel like the only problem with warehouse retailers is getting your foot in the door with product. That that is probably the hardest part because you because you gotta buy all your shit in bulk. Yeah, not to mention the fact that uh, there's a lot of different products. And you need a lot of room to store all that. Like, uh, that's why they're so big. They're yeah. huge. Those places, crazy. It's it's interesting that you don't see more of that. I think it's I think it's like you said. It's just probably so hard to get your foot in the door into something like that. I can understand that. I mean, I can, the, I can they're also like one of the only few places like that that you like you can't buy anything from those places unless you are a member. That like you have to pay to go in there, even in the first place. That's true. Which is also kind of weird. It's like it's like it's like I'm going into a gym, but a grocery store. Uh, example. <laughs> my my mom, because I would I would get these special, I would I would get these like special things from that I could only find at Costco, not at Walmart or anything. And so my mom would have to come with me every time because she has the Costco card. I'm like, huh? All right, okay. I was just very confused as to why I needed it. Yeah, that's how you get in, man. <laughs> Access denied if you don't have the card. We are loyal to our customers, to our members. You get you get a special sticker. All right, Ben. What did you what What did you like about this movie? It promotes good hygiene. It told me to wash my balls. Wash your balls, Ben. <laughs> She's not Cartman. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like, I've, why'd your mind go straight to Eric Cartman? I don't know, because he talks about that a lot. I don't know. That, that is bad. I, I just think that that whole scene right there was funny. Just like, just that bit there, like, like right before he's about to go on the date with Jessica, with, with when a Dan Cook is about to go on the date with Jessica Simpson. And he, Grandma's like, make sure you plant the seed. Wait, oh, what? The seed of love. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was probably the best scene in the whole movie. That was that was pretty good. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite scene of the movie, probably their date. I'll be honest, I really liked their date. Yes, that was adorable. Like. It's it's always one of those things. Like when they go out on that date, I've always wanted to know what is it like. 
being in like a big store like that at nighttime all by yourself. I guarantee you they don't have go-karts. I guarantee I wish they fucking did. I guarantee you they don't have golf putters. Uh, I can maybe the golf they might, but well, he probably just stole them from somewhere else and just had them hidden somewhere in the store. <laughs> uh okay, yeah. That makes more sense. Because I mean, you saw you saw how uh Dan Cook was in that movie. He was just like he knew everybody and everybody liked him so he could kind of get away with anything and everything. That's true. That's the that's the pro of being a complete low life at a dead end job. You get you know the people because they don't hate you for being a tryhard. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like just I can tell you from experience because I'm working more or less at a dead end job currently. Like if you don't try hard and you're just kind of just chill and relax like he was, everybody freaking loves you. But you don't get the buku bucks. No. Well, no, you just look at the buko bucks. It's just, it's just basically just don't be a tryhard. So you're telling me, Grant, that you have never been employee of the month? I have not, unfortunately. Oh, because I'm not a tryhard. <laughs> I am Dan Cook. I am Dan Cook. You're also exposed. No. Not no. No. Hey, I do my okay. Listen. It's okay. At my work, it's kind of shitty because, like, I do, like, I work my ass off in my department. But the only way to even be nominated for Employee of the Month is if you go help out other departments, which I find is bullshit. Yeah, why do you have to help other departments? Uh, it seems like if you're bad at that department, then you really, uh, you're really just bad at your job. Like... In our in my line of work, the, the the managers of the departments cannot nominate people from their own department. Oh, yeah, like I like I can't be nominated from like my like my boss in my department. He can't not he can't put me up for nomination for like employee of the week or like employee of the month. I can't be nominated for that by him. Why? I guess I guess it's for favoritism. Psh, favoritism. Psh. Bullshit. <laughs> that seems a little i don't know i know i i hate i my, my my job sucks in some in some aspects just like how dan cook's job sucks <laughs> but grant why don't you just leave your job because i don't have another job to go to ben <laughs> but grant don't you have an extremely successful podcast with one of the <laughs> coolest guys you know Hell yeah! I hope it becomes extremely successful. Please rate us five stars and leave reviews and tell your friends. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> Make sure kiss your mom goodnight. Yeah. Anyways, back to the movie. It's like, that was probably like one of my favorite scenes. Them like, just kind of having that cute little date. I thought, honestly, I thought that was really nice. Better than Annie Adams in the movie. <laughs> that, that scene is better than any Adams in the movie. <laughs> but the movie, I don't know. The whole movie, mm, that that's a bit of a toss-up. All right, then, Ben. What did you not like about this movie? Okay, I did not like the Mr. Man that follows Dak. Dax? Dax? Dax. D-A-X. Shepard around. And I know, I get it, it's the, it's the character, but I hate that kind of person. With 
a fiery passion. A follower? You don't like that sort of thing? Not really a follower, because followers are just... I, I get it. Followers are followers. Well, he it, it was more of his character was just, like, easily manipulated. Like, he was being manipulated, kind of. At least until, like, the back end of the movie, when he started to, like, think for himself. Yeah. I just... The fact that it's it's the whole thing that he's he's a complete and total suck up. Well, I wouldn't say not him. He's not really a suck up. He, I I, I think he's just one of those characters that's just like like just a pure hearted person that can be easily used, swayed. swayed and stuff. Like it's almost like he doesn't know any better. Yeah, this is that character. I just don't. I just really don't, don't like that character. That's okay. He 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 reminds me of. Uh, well, I guess I probably shouldn't say that. I don't want to get say it. No, I don't say it. To. Okay, fine. Say he, it. Honestly, when I was watching this movie, I thought that he was the same guy who played Pedro in uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Well, I thought you were about to call out Carter. No, what he looks like Carter and acts like Carter. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Carter. We love you. No, Cutter's not a follower. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do like the whole. You, you're bad. Yeah, you're bad. <laughs> he doesn't do that. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, one of my actually, I want to go back. Like one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when uh, Dan Cook sold Dax Shepard's car. <laughs> oh no! That was such a savage move. Oh no! It's like. It's like, oh, you oh, you almost made me late for work. I'm gonna sell your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. I don't even how do you even get uh the paperwork to someone else's car? Uh well I, I I don't even know how you like put his car in the system, get a barcode, and like somehow drive it into the store and put it on pallets and put it up there. Like that's freaking crazy. Yeah, I don't understand it. This is an eighty-one Honda. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will give him one thing. Dax Shepard was a really good asshole in this movie. He was. I see. Like, yeah, he played like the perfect asshole. Maybe that speaks to his character, but uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He did. He did good. I I appreciate. It. I really like. I really like the side characters in this movie, like all of uh, uh, Dan Cook's like buddies. Oh, okay. So I wanted to talk about this. Who who is that one friend who got the information on Amy? Like the so actor. Who's, who's the actor? The actor. Oh, his voice sounds so. Familiar. Give me a second. I'll have to pull it up quick here. Here, he almost sounds like a a character from a cartoon show, but I can't, I cannot put my finger on it. And I looked, I couldn't find it. Har. Okay, so his name is Harland Williams. Okay. Oh shit! He was in Down Periscope. You mean the movie that I didn't watch? Fuck! <laughs> he was in that movie. Who was he in that movie? <laughs> Oh, he was Sonar! Oh my god! Why did I, I didn't even catch it? <laughs> His first movie he was in was in was Dumb and Dumber. Okay. But I don't think that's where I know him from. 
He was in uh, Family Guy. He was the voice of Jeff Foxworthy. No. Uh, but he's in that movie too? Oh, he was in Robots! Who was he? <laughs> he was the green one. Okay, I I do remember that, but I uh, I don't think that's scratching the itch. Let me right. Yeah, he was the green one in that movie. Uh fuck, he was in Dukes of Hazards. <laughs> he was in Madagascar too. He was just a random giraffe. He's been in Robot Chicken. Uh, What's his name? What the actor? Har Harland Williams. Harland Williams, okay. Yeah. He's in the new Adams Family movie. He's in Spooky Buddies. Superstar. He was in Sausage Party. No. I don't know. I think, I think it's Robot and Monster that I remember. Who was he in, in Robot and Monster? What the hell's Robot and Monster? Oh, Nickelodeon show. Yes. Yes, he was Monster. Oh, okay. I, I think that's it. Okay. That was like fanboy and chum chum style. Okay, like gotcha, humor. gotcha. I can't believe that he was in Down Periscope. That's freaking wild. <laughs> That's I know. That's crazy. No. But yeah, like I liked I liked the supporting cast that was around Dan Cook. I thought his friends were were awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I like the uh, the foreign guy. What eek eek whatever. Oh, yeah, I can't remember what his name was. It was uh Iqbal. Yeah. But 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 uh uh Harlan's character, I was he calling him eight ball the whole time? Yeah. I think he was calling him eight ball the whole time. <laughs> Dude, man, Iqbal is a bro. He is the definition of a bro. Okay, I I missed it. What did he do for the first date? He was he was Oh, what? What did Iqbal do? Yeah, cause, cause I remember uh... he was he was putting on the movie. He 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 was playing the movie for them. Okay. Like when they were watching the Princess Bride, he was there with his kids. Watch, like he set the movie up and played it for them. I guess. I felt like I was missing something there. I wasn't sure what. <laughs> but yeah, like he's a bro, dude. Like on on that day that like he that Zach was almost late. Or that Dan Cook was almost late. He freaking punched him in like a bro after they were like talking shit to him. That's like, yeah, you're kind of being a dick, but we still got your back. You can't, you can't hate on Iqbal. No, man. And like, he was like giving him advice and shit and be like, hey, man, maybe you should do the employee of the month thing for yourself and not just for the girl. It's and like, then he farted. And then he farted, which was hilarious. Because <laughs> it's poop jokes. Poop joke. Adam Sandler fart joke. <laughs> can't hate on a good poop joke like and, and that's something that kind of pisses me off about this movie it was one of the things where it was at that scene when they had like when they had to fire uh ichabal because because uh zach didn't cover his shift oh okay mm. I, I feel like an actual job would be like he found somebody to cover for him. The dude that was covering for him literally showed up to work and he literally clocked in. And then that guy just said, nah, fuck it. And then just left. Why would he, Iqbal, be in trouble? I don't know. He shouldn't be. He should not have gotten fired for that. Because he, because usually you would get in trouble if you, if you don't show up to your shift and you didn't have somebody to cover for you. But in this situation, 
he had somebody covering for him. He was clocked in doing it the job, and he and that guy didn't. Yeah, it should be the other guy's fault. Yeah, so like Zach, so well, Dan Cook or Zach's care, whatever, they, he should have been fired like then. If they were firing Iqbal like that, they should have fired him. I will say the workplace is not quite as forgiving with like fire, hirings. No, I shouldn't say hirings, but with firings. Because for my law class, I had I had to look up this case study over the fact that LGBTQ plus people are ha- in 2015 got legalized, uh, not not got legalized, but it was it was legal illegal to be an LGBTQ plus member and be fired for um, any kind of prejudices, mm-hmm. like a complaint. Oh. I don't like this worker because they are LGBTQ plus people, but that law had been in place for, for people of different races, people of different um, colors, nationalities, everything. Yeah. And we were talking about how that's so difficult to enforce. Someone could say, Oh, they didn't do this or this or this correctly which is a crucial part of the workplace whenever the reasons actually, oh, they're just this way and I don't, I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. It's the workplace is very, he, he said, she said when it comes to hirings and firings. Yeah. When there isn't a camera in place, if it's something like, oh, I got fired for injuring somebody, but no, I didn't No, I didn't. And there's a camera that's, that's easier for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But again, when it comes to a standpoint of uh, this person claims this thing, but there's no real way to to check it, it's it's very, very he said, she said. Yeah. It's it's pretty ridiculous how bad it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to fix that or anything. But again. I di- I digress. Yeah, that's just a very touchy subject sort of thing. He, he should not have gotten fired for that. Yeah, he should not have. <laughs> as much as the character Zach has plot armor, <laughs> he should not have kept his job after that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I want to touch on one more thing before we start to close out. Okay. I wish they did more with Jessica Simpson. Her only reason in the movie was love interest. Hot love interest. Yeah, she didn't really do anything. She was literally a plot device. And and what pissed me off even more was, you know how... Um, so when they go on their date, uh, her and uh, Zach, when they do their little date, mm-hmm. she kind of makes a comment like, Oh, what are you doing? Like you, like blah blah blah, doing all this stuff, whatever. And then he's like, "Well, what about you? Like, you're just not some ordinary, super hot girl that does cashiering or whatever." And I mean, she kind of is. It's never really explained. And you know, like her response to that is like, "I got big ears." It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> like it- he he sets it up as a thing for her to like be more than just a love interest. I I think that it should have been a matter of 
not him against employee of the month to win her. It should have been, it should have started like that. Then it's him and love interest versus employee of the month. Well, that's, like, that's, that's what it was, Ben. That literally is what happened. He was doing it for her. Yeah. And then he, no. and then after, then after he lost her, because she found out that his initial reasoning for do, even trying to win was to get with her. He decided to do it for himself. Yes, but I think I'm I'm thinking more like cartoony, like d- employee of the month guy should have gone absolutely ape shit and like started tearing down the store and it's like oh no now we gotta save the store from this guy because the whole world was rocked because this guy took over everything that he had with the employee of the month the girl. Oh, I don't know. I just, I just wish that she was more than just love interest, and that's probably why she got like she was nominated for a Razzie for worst actress, because like the the and it's not even her fault. Like the writers were like, yeah, you're just gonna be love interest, but that's it. Yeah, at that point, it's it's director's fault for um the character, and not her fault for how she did. Yeah. And also, every goddamn scene with her, her chest was, like, fully exposed. Yeah. Any w- real workplace? No. That's buttoned up real quick. Well, no, I mean, she, when, I mean, when she was at work, it was buttoned up, wasn't it? It was just, like, every time she was, like, on a date. Like, every time she was, like, not in her work clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel, I think I remember it, it was always unbuttoned. But she had like the the work apron on. I I think that sounds right. I don't know. I I just was kind of pissed that like she was just love interest. The whole... No, no. Yeah, you're right. No, she she was wearing a very exposing uh shirt every time. Like you could see like her cleavage like all the goddamn time in the movie. Awful. I hate that. I mean, like I don't know. I just felt that they were just like, hey, look boobs it's like okay it's yeah i don't know that 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 just kind of pissed me off that she was that she was just love interest and that was it i think the director was not having a good time with his wife at the time (laughs) got him sorry bud but i had to expose what else has this director guy done uh literally nothing okay (laughs) Oh, no, that was a writer. Let's try this again. Oh, literally nothing. <laughs> so he was getting none. <laughs> this movie was probably his biggest movie that he ever did. I don't even know. I've never heard of any of these other movies. Uh-huh. So he, I'm, once again, I'm right. I I know if my dad would is listening to this episode, he would be so disappointed. Why? Why would your dad be pissed? <laughs> Because um, I don't think he would ever even think I would make a joke like that. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not sure if he would approve exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Ben. If he's not listening, if he's not listening to this episode and I, I say something, you know what? No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. All right, Ben. Final thoughts. Before you give us a rating. 
would not watch this movie again. Ooh. Not awful, not great. Oh, that hurts my heart. You know what, Grant? You know what else? I, I guarantee you I know what else hurts your heart. What? Dax Shepard fucking sucks. No! Stop that. Checkmate atheists. All right, Ben. What do you give this movie, then? Give this movie 5 out of 10. Not bad. Not watching it again. Fair. That's a fair, valid argument. I guess for me, I like some scenes. I, I really like the characters, the most part. The characters are... I really like the characters. They're they're good. The story is a very lackluster. Wish there's a little bit more to it. It feels very empty, almost. Nothing, a lot going on. But, nonetheless, I still like it. I grew up watching this movie. I'm a little, I'm a little biased, I'll be honest. But I think it's like just a fun little movie that if you're bored on like a Saturday night or like a Sunday or like a mid-afternoon, you're like, eh, I'll throw it on. If it's on TV, I, I if it's on TV, I'd sit down and watch it. Exactly. I wouldn't say I would like come home from work and be like, oh, I can't fucking wait to watch Employee of the Month. It'd just be like one of those, like, if I'm bored, I'll throw it on. Just some background noise. Exactly. I was, I was playing video games while watching it. <laughs> but nonetheless, I'd probably give this movie probably a 6.5 out of 10. Better than last week's? Well, what was like your last week's answer? I think, uh, I, think I gave it a 6.9 last week. Oh, okay. So, so not as bad as last week's. No. I mean, again, I, honestly, I would rather watch Employee of the Month over Monster House. Nah, Monster House is much better than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, you see, like, I, I'm trying to be, like, very valid and fair with my my ratings like yeah i would definitely watch uh employee of the month over monster house but i think overall monster house is a better movie bingo and not not be just because the bitch dies (laughs) but with that being said we take our average and that is 5.75 i i I forgot that i rated a six or uh, i rated a five what do you think you made it a six? Yeah. So it's like <laughs> 6.25. Oh, no. 5.75. So I don't think it's our worst rated movie. I still think Chicken Run because of fucking Caleb is our worst rated movie. Of course it's because of Caleb's. Because I'm not there to give an honest good rating. Yeah. Good hard work and rating made by American citizens. I think what we can do for the audience is maybe do like a short little recap video later like kind of on our big break like maybe we'll do like a little recap video of like the season and say like oh here's our highest rated movies and stuff maybe i don't know we'll we'll talk (laughs) whenever we we go back and remind people of caleb's episode we just have caleb come in and say i'm caleb (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i guess that's uh that's that for that 5.75 not bad not good almost right in the middle ben you want to take us out with a hot wheel of the week week. excuse me i'm old and shitty how many times we gotta teach you this lesson old man hey shut up i'll kick your ass i'll kill you (laughs) 
Stop talking! <laughs> I believe I have not done this car before. I have not gone car shopping in a minute. So I haven't gone car shopping in a minute. <laughs> I have this 2019 Kia Stinger GT. It is straight maroon, black underside. The little two little exhaust. Uh, I wouldn't say exhaust, but heating heating vents on the hood that look very satisfying. It has no reason looking that cool to be a Kia. Kias are not that cool. Mm-hmm. But this Kia is cool. You know, it's just because I own it. So that was the Hot Wheel of the Week. Just, Nothing super special. Just a Kia? Yeah. <laughs> I like the, in my taste in Hot Wheels cars extends to about whatever I could have in real life. <laughs> and you could have a Kia? <laughs> yeah. I could I could have the, the, the Tesla whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, so I guess that's it everybody. That's the end of season one. Woo one of the medium and so um oh. again we'll be taking a break for a couple weeks, probably probably around three, I would say. We'll see well, we'll do a little special before we come back. But yeah, thanks for everybody for listening to season one of Media Men. We appreciate all the support. It's fantastic. Appreciate every single one of you guys. You're very important to us and we love you. Thanks for everything. All right. We're going to do a cliche. We're going to do a cliche this time. What's the cliche, Ben? Instead of the normal Media Men outro song, we're doing the, the stereotypical Closing time. time. But yeah, thank thanks again, everybody, for listening. It's and your support. It's we, it's really important to us. We we really appreciate it. I just don't know how to thank you guys for those who've actually given their time to listen. It's we we appreciate it so much. Uh, we'll we'll be back again couple couple weeks. I've noticed that a bunch of times, but we'll be back. Uh, with more movies, more ratings, and more fun. Uh, Ben, do you have anything to say before we kind of say bye, hop off? Um, to everybody who's been listening for season one, I appreciate you big time. Uh, you're gonna get a nice little good night kiss from me tonight. After you give your mom a good good night kiss, and trust me, I'll know. Then uh, I'd like to thank the academy. I like to thank my dog, Lady <laughs> Carter. Uh, am I missing anything else? I don't think so. To all you little ladies and gentlemen, keep being cool as hell. Don't ever stop, because then you'll flop. Uh, I don't know. Don't don't stop till you get enough. Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, before we finally leave, uh, please follow us at the Medium Men Pod on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Tell a friend, leave a review, five stars on whatever platform. Uh, and anyways else, just keep a lookout for our season two. Uh, my name's Grant. My name's Ben, your dad, your grandpa, whatever you want to call me, I'm Ben. And this has been Media Man. Thanks for listening for season one. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.
Dang, Ben. What a way to end the season. Yeah, man. Same. Well, I need to get back and do some stuff, so I'll talk to you later. Yeah, man. Sounds good. See ya. Grant? Grant? I fucking hated that guy. What? Oh. Oh, shit. Will, Will, Will. Took you long enough. Sorry, Mr. S. These idiots were a lot harder to track down than I thought. No worries. As long as we now have them, there should be no problem executing our plan. Are you sure these idiots can do the job? What choice do we have? They have been the only ones able to suffer this type of content without going crazy. Uh, I, I guess you're right, sir. Yeah. Now, go take some time off. You deserved it. Jeremy Fishberg.